Welcome to another week of Backdoor Cover Podcast. As always, I'm joined by CMM, CMM, Can't Miss Mitch, by Pete the Irish Guy, and by the world famous Value Index Algo. What's good, boys? How y'all doing? I'm really baked, I'll be honest. <laughs> you are? Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm weird. Yeah, well, I just got delivery. You, did and you I had uh, to try it out? And well, I was on. trying to. I'm going to get my surge on. I was trying to input the values. And normally it takes me about 10 minutes to get on the algo and start modeling away. And I swear to God, it felt like 35 minutes. And I triple checked to make sure everything was right. So, wow. Whoa. I just felt the surge and I'm ready to fucking just pick everything on the money. <laughs> Jeez, we are just, so, um, we are on rocket fuel here, apparently. Uh, different types of rocket fuel, but rocket fuel nonetheless. Uh, this is your algo week five. No, not week five. Uh, week seven, five pick. There it <laughs> two is. Two weeks off. Yeah, you know, just two weeks off. Uh, Mitch is like, yeah, that's the right week. We are in week seven. This is your algo five pick. We're going to do Thursday night. We're going to do two Sunday mornings. We're going to do two Sunday evenings. The remainder of our picks uh, for week seven can be found on our Patreon page. There will be a link in the description to this podcast episode. Go there. Check us out. It's $10 a month. Uh, people are making uh, money hand over fist, taking our bets, taking the algos advice. Uh, probably fade me in the most part, but, you know, I hit a couple bets last week, so it's all good. Hey, well, more than a couple. Yeah, let's a quick recap on that. Brad, you may have been the hottest fucking person in America at one point. You were you started fucking nine and oh to the first nine games and you ended up what eleven and three on the weekend? Correct. So a lot of that, green to start the to start the week off there. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. That and that gets you slowly back up to the fifty percent number, which you know it's a long season, long way to go. That's where you want to be. You know, I'm sitting at 47.83%. For those of you who like the decimal points on our percentage marks there, that's where I'm at. I'm creeping towards that 50 percentage mark. To give you guys the rest of our numbers here, the algo is 50.42 and 2. That's 54.35%. We've got Can't Miss Mitch at 58.34 and 2. Goddamn, he's hot. 63%. And we've got Pete the Irish Guy, 54.38 and 2. That's 58.70%. So, uh, you know, I'm bringing up the caboose, yeah. but I'm coming for you guys. Mitch, it was a good weekend. You and I were both eight and five as we talked on Monday, going into that Monday night game. What's really funny about that Monday night game? Here's just this just describes gamblers as a whole, I think, really. But you know, it's especially when you and I fucking you know were in the mix last year. You predicted perfectly that the game would end in a three point victory for the Chargers, and the line was four, and yet. So meaning Denver covers, and yet you still pick the Chargers. Uh, and it ended in a perfect three-point victory, as you described, and you still lost. And that I was sober when I said that. And that that's difficult for me to think about. A couple of things I just wanted to highlight from last week. Uh, the Yaga, obviously, look, this is football. A lot of things get down to the last play, and... You know, I just look at a couple of games, but I want to focus on one specifically because I love when the algo gets really, really close. Last week, the algo predicted that Minnesota would win 25 14. You guys know what the final score of that game was? 24 16. There you go. 
Yeah, wow. that was, that's hot. Damn, on damn the, close. On the money. I think my biggest takeaway from last week, um, Diago was so close to having a 10-4 weekend. There was like so many games that looked great and at the end and go the way. But the biggest one was calling the Jets outright um, and calling New York Giants, the two New York teams, making money for our, our players and subscribers on, on Patreon. And I called that out. That was that was the highlight of the weekend. I loved how the algo gave him the confidence per his words yep. that he took a money line parlay on New York. Both yeah. teams and yeah, this is one of our Easy. Patreon subscribers. So there's comments that he was making in the feed. So there's another uh, uh, benefit to our Patreon page. You can get into the feed. It's almost like a forum section where you can talk, uh, comment on our different picks, the different posts we make. You can get engaged with the other people who are subscribers. Uh, it's a community, man. It's a betting community. Y'all go check it out. Uh, yeah. Nice. I would that. love it. I would love if people just started posting their results and actually started talking about that. I mean, and thanks again for for all those folks. Obviously, we know that there's benefit because there's a trillion ways to win. And last week was the first week that the Algo had a losing week this season. It does happen, but it's not like the Algo went zero and six. Yeah. You know, you're 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 down two units. It went. Um, Six and eight, yeah. uh, not great. So hopefully you didn't tail the algo on all the losses. And the first losing week for me in the Circus Sports Million went two and three. So I've gone three and two every single week. And I didn't have a bad week. I went in six, but three of those games made it in. I'll blame the Panthers. If there was a prize for picking somehow picking a bunch of winners, but still managing to have a bunch of losers in circuit, you'd win. Yeah, I'm pretty good at that. Well, let's get into week seven and right. start off with Thursday night football. I wonder if Al Michaels is going to last the season. <laughs> I feel like he's already on his way out. He can't deal. But the Saints are on the road against the Cardinals. This line I'm seeing at two and a half and no real line movement there. What do you guys think here? Yeah, tricky game. Arizona fucking really shit the bed and looked horrendous um, last week in week six. New Orleans, the New Orleans game, that was the Cincy game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was a game that was a cover for a long time. That, that was a spread that confused us, I think, with the one and a half. Um it made me feel like New Orleans was the play there, but uh, they were covering for a long time, ended up losing it was right at the death that played and the sidelines of Jamar Chase. So, um, yeah, these teams are, are interesting. Like Arizona making that play and picking up fucking Robbie Anderson. Like, it's just, it kind of fits into what they're doing. Like, they just seem like they don't have a clue what they're really <laughs> doing, what offense they're playing. Like, what's Robbie Anderson? Robbie Anderson, what's he going to do for that team? I don't know. DeAndre Hopkins is back. It could be a bit early, they're saying, but they're kind of getting him back in the mix. So it'll be interesting. Again, this this game, like you never know what Arizona team's going to show up. They could come out, come out and you know blow the doors off New Orleans. I think it'll be pretty close, but I'll take Arizona, even though I don't like it. Yeah. The other thing is uh, Marquise Brown suffered a potentially season-ending injury last week, so that's another reason why they brought Robbie Anderson in. Uh, <laughs> Probably what 
whatever, reinforced their decision to do so. So now they got Robbie Anderson. They got DeAndre Hopkins, as you said, back from his suspension. Was he doing steroids or weed? Steroids, right? Weed's not steroids, illegal yeah. anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, performance enhancing. He said it was, you know, typical answer. It was, it was, I didn't know what I was doing. Mm, and it was spray. probably HPV cream that had some steroids. <laughs> and now all of a sudden he's got PEDs. Well, yeah. he's coming back with a vengeance. I like Arizona in this spot. Also on the other side of the ball, uh, New Orleans is getting Jameis back. So no longer is the Red Rocket uh, running that show for New Orleans. Olave, the re- the rookie receiver, I think he's also back from injury on, on the New Orleans side of the ball. But I think this is a spot where Arizona gets going. I think that um, I think Hopkins is going to be the difference maker. I hate to say it, Arizona is 0-8 straight up, 1-7 against the spread in its last eight home games. So uh, I'm hoping that they break that shit. I think it's time for that to, to whatever. I'm going to go against the data and say it's time for the uh, – for them to make a difference. So I like Arizona. I apologize. This line opened up at Arizona lane three, and I'm now seeing two. Some books still got two and a half, but I'm seeing two for the most part. 67% of the tickets on the Cardinals, 60, 60% of the money on the Cardinals as well. So definitely more tickets coming in there. It feels like, I just feel like New Orleans should have at least covered last week. And by the way, you said that that line did open at Cincinnati with one and a half. It finished at New Orleans getting three. So what we were hoping for that game is with Cincy kicking a field goal, that that last possession before the touchdown, (laughs) that they just run down and and kick another field goal. And uh, the Saints were going to get the cover. That one felt like highway robbery. Yeah, it did. That because that that Saints game was the highest value pick. And I felt like that busted coverage just really messed up my week. And I was, I, that's the one I'm more upset about than any yeah. of them uh, last week. It just felt like that game was taken away. Two LSU so, Tigers um, from like down the road, Chase connecting with uh, yeah. Burrow, cold blooded, kicks him right out the uh, cover there. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I did not like that. I was watching that. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Uh, um, that being said, I think New Orleans has a, a really great defense. I think Winston's obviously going to be a help here. Um, we can talk is about how bad is Winston an upgrade from 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 Red Rock? I don't, I don't think much of an upgrade, to be honest. I do. I think it's. A slight I think it upgrade. takes the. I think he takes like, the top it, off. I think he throws a deep I, ball I, better. Yeah, I, probably. I think. I think really what it comes down to: Arizona got shut out to nine points last week. Okay, that's not very good. Um, And New Orleans can clearly put points on the board, but more importantly, they've got a good defense. Granted, you know, since he put it on him last week, but since he's extremely talented, Mm. their wide receivers finally, you know, coming to life and Burrow uh, had some time to throw the ball. So I think this is going to be a close game, but I do lean Arizona here. This is a close one. More importantly, the Algo has... New Orleans winning outright mm. 26.84 to 18.8 with a two point spread. You're getting almost 10 points of value on the saints. I mean, Moving I think on. they're firing Kingsbury. If he loses this game like this, I think it's on the line right here. So I don't know, just a little extra stakes there. There's always a little bit yeah. at stake. A little extra. Yeah. I'm curious to know what the updated lines on coaches getting fired look like. My, I think my, my call of um, 
our boy Cliff is, you know, looking all right. It's not looking bad. Yeah. Since he opened up as a 10 point favorite against the Falcons, that line is now since he laying six points and 53% of the bets are coming in on the Falcons while 53% of the money. So fairly split uh, coming in on Cincinnati, but very, very split here. Yeah. I mean, Cincinnati haven't been able to beat anyone by a lot of points. So that's clearly what's, going on here and Atlanta have surprised a lot of people and have looked really good. Atlanta dominated the 49ers uh, over the weekend and the 49ers are still one of the best teams in the NFL. I think the difficulty for them at the moment was a couple of key losses on the defensive side. So their defense wasn't as stellar as it usually is. Um, But still, as I said at the start of the season, like Marcus Mariota is good. He's better than people think. He can win a bunch of games. He's proven he can win a bunch of games. If you put him in the right system with a decent coach, you know, it seems like it's kind of a fit there for them in, in Atlanta. And that's even without um, Cordell, uh, Cordell Patterson being out as well. So, um, I don't know, I like Atlanta. The line movement that much, like the under seven, is a little... It gives me hesitation because Cincinnati are kind of, they're due for a really good offensive showing at home and to really put, put some numbers up on people. Um, typically, I would take the points here, but I'm not. I'm going to take the minus six on Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati are due to put up a 40 spot uh, in a game they haven't yet all season. So I think this could be the spot for them. Yeah, and I think if you recall last year, Jamar Chase like got going that they took the top off. Like I forgot it was sometime during the middle of the season and he just never looked back. Like he went off for the rest of the season ended up being the rookie of the year. I think last week was that game. I think versus new Orleans, that 60 yard bomb that opened it up and kicked him out of that covered, uh, kicked prevented new Orleans from covering that spread. I think that's the start of something great between him and Burrow. And I think that, uh, Cincinnati rolls in this spot. Uh, Atlanta had success running the ball, super, super success, like 168 yards on uh, the 49ers last week. I don't think running the ball is going to get you there. I think Marietta is going to have to throw the ball. And throwing 13, 10 passes a game, having 160, 125 yards, somewhere in that range, I don't think you can keep up with this. how potent the Cincinnati offense is. So uh, they're going to have to pull a rabbit out of a hat, I think, to, to keep this one close. That's a good take, Brad. Thank you. Uh, I'm going to say the other side because Atlanta's rushing offense is spectacular. They're a top five rushing offense. And the last three games, Atlanta is one of the best defenses and points allowed at 18.3. They've been sensational and certainly surprising 6-0 and against the spread, which I'm blown away. One of the reasons why I picked the 49ers last week. You think, yeah, you're thinking it couldn't continue, right? But clearly it is. And everyone still thinks Matt Ryan is on the Falcons. This is a new Falcons team. <laughs> this is a new era. And so that being said, I don't think since Cincinnati had a great offensive showing last week, Peter, I think you said you were waiting for them to really kind of show Waiting for them to put up 40 points like they would last season. They, put up 30. they haven't done that yet. But the truth of the matter is last year, what's interesting and maybe my recollection of this is incorrect, but since he was, was one of the lowest scoring offenses 
in the league last year, they were sub 20 points during the regular yeah, season. Yeah, yeah, you are right. I feel like they were at 18.3 points. So I think that the Falcons have a recipe to hang in there, run the ball, and have these short third down conversions. And I think they're going to be able to keep it close. Yeah, so, I hate my pick of Cincinnati right now. I hate that. <laughs> I'm on the Falcons. The algorithm has Cincinnati. This is a very the closest game the algorithm predicted. 21.33 to 21.186. So a nail biter, potentially a tie, says the algorithm. This is going into OT. And when it goes into OT, the algo wins again. Automatic. Uh, so Falcons, six points of value. Essentially, the spread is whatever you're going to get on Atlanta. Keep in mind, folks, wait till Sunday to put in your bets. Case in point, last week, the algorithm favored Tampa Bay. That line moved to nine and a half. It flipped to Pittsburgh. And one of the things, by the way, did you guys see how I color-coded the confidence levels? Yes. Did you like that? Yeah. I, I thought it was a yeah, sexy visual. I thought it was nice, too. Anything over five points was a higher confidence than uh, that one to five. And then below one was proceed with caution. Mm. Um, so I like that. I thought it was nice. I'm glad you liked it, too. Yeah, a little temperature gauge. That's right. That's right. It's a temperature gauge. Yeah, a little depth perception, baby. Uh, speaking of temperature, uh, this team is not hot. Green Bay goes on the road to Washington. This line sits at Washington getting five and a half at the moment. I'm, I'm still blown away that the Jets did that to Green Bay. Um, and what's interesting though, this line opened up at green Bay laying three and it's now up to, you know, five, five and a half. I'm, I'm just not quite sure. Is Washington this bad? Are they? I think it goes to show who the fucking betting public thinks is being fired next. Um, which goes with your call, Mitch, uh, Ron Rivera, big time on the hot seat and, you know, though, what's around the corner, things not going well internally, him saying the wrong shit. Um, the line surprises me. It does surprise me a bit. It definitely surprises me that it's moved that much uh, in Green Bay's favor. They proved last week that they're not going to score a ton of points and they're going to have to win a lot of close games to be good. So anything over three with any team is suspect, I think. Uh, it, I'd be hard pushed to be taking Green Bay with their laying more than three points at home with their backs up against the wall. You know, everybody doubting them. I've got to think the, the Washington Commanders' uh, defense will come to play. They'll be able to get after Rodgers. That's where Green Bay are struggling. The Jets just absolutely demolish them, uh, demolish them on that uh, D-line. So they were getting after Rodgers all day. He never had time. I love the commanders in this spot. Plus five is too many. I like, I'd like the commanders to win outright and some real, some serious questions then uh, for the Packers. Yeah. And so also our boy, uh, Carson Wentz is injured 
and we've got Taylor Haneke starting at quarterback. Finally, like like that's the best news of this. Like Ever. Haneke can put this fucking team on his back. So get so the you crowd have, on his side. You take that into account, then you look at last week's rushing performance uh, in the Jets uh, Green Bay game. Rookie Breeze Hall, 20 carries, 116 yards. He fucking sliced and diced him. And then you look across at this week's matchup, you've got Brian Robinson back, uh, Alabama running back. He looks healthy. He looks good. He got shot like four weeks ago, but it doesn't matter because he's a beast. Uh, I think he comes in and slices and dices them too. I think this is back-to-back weeks where rookies just gash these fools. I like Washington in this spot. Uh, and I think Heineke is... I don't think he's an upgrade in terms of talent, but I do think he's an upgrade in terms of game management. And if you're going to tie yourself to running game uh, in this Brian Robinson kid, I, I like it, man. I think it's a good uh, one-two punch. So good defense, good running. Green Bay is a fucking disaster. Uh, they are for all those reasons. Uh, I, everything you guys said, look, the Jets defense is spectacular. And I think everybody has a new fan in Sauce Gardner. Just his name says it all. I want him. I'll give up Mac Jones one for one for that guy. Is just an all pro defensive back that I would love to have. That kid's from Cincinnati, right? You would give up Mac Jones for the fucking water boy on the fucking Jack. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Uh, But if we can get that guy, I'd I'd take it. But. Uh, look, the Jets, the last three games, they're ranked fourth in scoring defense. You know who's ranked sixth? The Commanders. They've been wow. a phenomenal defensive unit. In fact, they were so great. I picked them up last week for uh, a spot start, and they did great because uh, the Bears stink. Mm-hmm. Uh, green Bay has not been good on either side of the ball. They're bottom of the league in scoring uh, defense. They're bottom of the league in scoring offense the last three games. This is not a good football team. They're one in five against the spread their last six games following a straight up loss of more than 14 points. So they haven't recovered well. Ayahuasca has not been good to Aaron Rodgers physically. Maybe emotionally he's in a good place, but I can't imagine he's in a good place now because this is a different Packers team. I like the Washington Commanders here. Uh, the algorithm has Green Bay winning 19 to 16. Barf. That feels right. You're almost getting three points of value on Washington. There's some decimal points on there. the under. That's probably a great call. <laughs> it does feel right, though, doesn't it? It feels like a bar yeah. fast game, and it looks like Absolutely. a bar fast score. Yeah, and I liked everything you said as far as uh, we got Heineken coming in as well. So that's a good move. Uh, the Houston Texans and the Raiders uh, coming off buys. The Raiders opened up as an eight-point favorite. It's now down to seven points. And you've got 87% of the money coming in on the Texans, while 64% of the tickets coming in on Las Vegas. Three yeah, and one. Me, Hold on. Let me just give you the stat. Yeah, go ahead. Houston is three and one against the spread, by the way. Yeah, and I think that, that tells you a lot in terms of the money like the money tends to be the sharks right the big the big guys that are being able to to move lines where they're the, a lot of the money gone a lot of the tickets is the rest of the action right i think the houston are undervalued and the line is showing that right they cover they play a lot of close games they run the ball they play decent defense um and the line is telling you this 
I would struggle to take. The Raiders are getting a little better, but I definitely don't trust them in games at seven or more. I could see them winning by seven here, but at, at the most, I think this is kind of an easy take the points and the Texans here and feel great about it when it's Houston 17 14 up at halftime. That's kind of my, that, that's what I think. Um, I think they're better than people think. I do too. I also think Las Vegas is one of the better teams that has a shitty record right now. Um, I think they've got a lot of talent. I think they've got good coaching, although they're still young and early in their whatever, their time with Las Vegas. I, they just haven't inspired enough confidence for me to give up seven points with this Houston team that's a bunch of dogs, man. Like, they have fight. They may not win this game, but I think that they go in there, um, and I think that they covered the seven and a half. I think that uh, Pierce kid, I mean, he'll keep it close. That with the, with a tough defense, a good run game, uh yeah, I like Houston to keep it within seven. The Raiders lead in every statistical category versus the Texans. Points a game, yards gain, yards allowed, time of possession, red zone, kicking game, and they're a smarter unit with less penalties. So it's hard as much as Houston has been great. They are coming off a bye. They have everybody doubting them because... Nobody cares. This team has zero stars. There's no marquee players. It almost feels like it's analogous to the Tampa Bay Rays right now. You have no idea who these people are, uh, minus a few, yet, you know, they keep covering. Uh, the Texans. Which is, why the, which is why they're undervalued and which is why they're not getting any love, especially in the spreads from Vegas, because they don't know who any of the fucking players are. So it's like, well, we think they're garbage because we don't know any of them. So let's undervalue them and they'll just cover it. Really. Quick note and the Raiders to, are. I was just going to say, sorry, Mitch. Devontae Adams will be playing in this game uh, despite uh, misdemeanor assault charges on that cameraman last or two weeks ago. So just wanted to call that, that out. That was bullshit, playing. by the way. I saw the replay. The guy walked right in front of him last second. I mean, I, I, honestly, that thing got way overblown. There was another camera angle. Here's the thing. Raiders are 0-4 against the spread versus a team with a losing record. Mm. Okay? That's the problem. That, that means... That it, 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 it sh- Sorry, yeah, it should tell you that, yeah, Vegas is probably overvalued. The reason why there's so many tickets on them, obviously, it's a home team. They're in Las Vegas. More of the tickets, people are going to bet on them as far as uh, ticket-wise. But clearly, money coming in on the Texans. I think I will fade the public in terms mm. of the tickets, and yeah. I'm going to ride yeah. a three-and-one Texans team. I think seven points uh, is is certainly too many here. If anything, it's probably a three- or four-point game. That's my opinion. Yeah. yeah, I think you're spot-on with the – with them not covering the Raiders against the teams below 500 because they, I feel like they could lose to anybody in the league, but they could also beat anybody in the league. Like they have a QB that's good enough to beat anybody at times, but then they're just a garbage franchise that are poorly run and they do dumb shit. So they'll lose a game like to the Texans, right? But on Monday night, they could have gone out and beaten the Chiefs. They're just that type of team. The algorithm has Las Vegas winning outright 26.06 to 25.58. You're just getting one and a half points of value on the Texans, but hey, that's enough. Yeah. Our marquee game of the day, in my opinion, uh, Kansas City heads to San Fran, who 
underwhelmed last week. And I really think if we can just spend a minute on this, that game got away from San Fran early, very early uh, with, um, I believe it was a fumble. Yeah. Defensive touchdown. And they got a defensive touchdown and that, and that just, you know, it goes back to Mike Tyson's famous quote. Everybody's (laughs) got a plan until they get punched in the face. Uh, They got punched in the face and ultimately that, changed their game plan. They only put up 14 points. That defense looked dismal, but I I do think that was the one play that completely changed the trajectory of that game. San Fran opened up at a one point dog and it's now two and a half points. So Kansas city going on the road here and our favorites, I don't know, 82% of the money, 83% of the action, with tickets are on Kansas city. Yeah. Um, I think, I think, listen, I think that stands from, you know, the lot of the spread is so small, right? So if you take San Fran here, you're kind of pretty much thinking that San Fran are going to win the game, right? Because it's, you know, the under three, it's two points. Um, and I don't think a lot of people think Kansas city are losing two in a row. They're just too good. Uh, the quarterback is too good. I bet if you look it up, how many times have they lost back-to-back but with Mahomes? I, I don't know that stuff, but it's probably not very many. Um, I think if you're San Francisco, you take last week's game, right, for what it was, 14 down in the first quarter, um, you get punched in the mouth and you're always kind of behind. However, if you look at the game as a whole, they passed it pretty good they threw it all over the place they 296 yards passing they complete they you know out more yards than atlanta more first downs than atlanta all the ball the key to the game three turnovers to zero they turn the ball over you can't do that on the road and win it's that simple i think going back home there'll be a different animal that place is a really tough place to go and win we saw it um with the game was it the Rams game on Monday night or the primetime game where they just beat the shit out of them in primetime. They'll yeah. be really tough to beat it. I think here, I think the chiefs are going to lose back to back. I'll take the San Francisco 49ers to win outright. So give me the two, two and a half points. Nice. So I'm looking at this the same way you are and looking at last week and what it appears to me is that, that San Francisco got down, which they clearly did. They got into a 14-0 hole, and they abandoned the run. And I think that's the strength of that team is their defense and run. And if they're going to run the ball, what they did last week, 16 attempts for 50 yards, they're going to be fucked. I don't think you can attach your horse to Jimmy Garoppolo. Despite him having a decent game, like you said, he 29 for 41, 296, right. two touchdowns, Threw two picks. 41 times. That ain't Jimmy. That ain't going to work for you, man. That ain't going to work, Jack. And I got a feeling, man, this – their defense is either going to have to really hold up because clearly Kansas City's potent. I think Kansas City gets up on them. If they abandon the run, it's just, it's good night. And I think that they're still trying to kind of figure their shit out. They uh, they lost their starting running back early in the season. They're, they're leaning on this Jeff Wilson Jr. kid. I, I kind of like Kansas City here to bounce back and uh, make a statement. I think both of you made phenomenal points. And San Francisco uh, outgained the Falcons uh, last week on total yards. So when I look at this, this is a tough stretch for Kansas City with two back-to-back games. 
And Kansas City is a great team. Uh, that was one of the games that came down very close. And frankly, I think if they had kicked a field goal early on, they thought it was going to be, you know, you had to score a touchdown, but I'm always a believer. First possession can't take points. Kansas city kicks a field goal. They're up. I think it, I think it changes the game. There's so much mismanagement. I think that coaches make because they feel like they have to, uh, and, you know, it's it's what I do in the investment world is I take what the market gives you. Take what the game gives you. Stop trying to manage outside of that. And I really believe in that. And, and that being said, I think these teams right now are going different directions. And as good as Sam Fran has looked in the past, the Rams didn't look that good, right? I mean, Carolina was competing for a little bit. The Rams are a stinky team. Uh I don't know if the 49ers are the team that we thought they were just a few weeks ago. And I am going to flop because I loved San Fran. I thought they were phenomenal, but you made a point that Jimmy G isn't going to be it. And you don't want him throwing the ball. I think Kansas city's offense is going to make you do that. They're going to score points. Yeah. They're going to score points. Here's the thing to pay an eye on if you're going to bet on this game. You've got to be all over this, and it's you, you, the injury report. You've got to look the morning of to see who's active. Jimmy Ward, Nick Bosa, McKinchley, um, who's the other one? Trent Williams. The defensive like four yeah. big-time starters, right? Three on the defensive side that if they're, they're questionable, if they play, I love it. If all four of these starters are out, that's that's a game you probably lay off, but you know, it's it's difficult to take them. San Francisco, uh, they're still a top six defensive unit. Their last three games, they're letting up seventeen points a game. So uh, they've they've been very good. The Chiefs are zero and five against the spread. Their last five games, after allowing more than two hundred and fifty yards passing in their previous game, well, Jimmy G ain't throwing for two hundred fifty yards. That's for sure. <laughs> Uh, I'm taking Kansas City. And most importantly, what do we care about this machine? This machine, the algorithm has Kansas City. And I do apologize. I said there was another close. Actually, this is this is very close as well. (laughs) Kansas City wins 24.67 to 24.5. You're getting basically two points of value on Sam Fran, whatever that line ends up, that's the value that you're getting. If Sam Fran is the dog, that's the pick I wanted, man. That's this, the primetime game is the marquee game. It's a coin flip. Clearly they're two of the premier teams in the league and you just, the algo kind of spits it out right there for you. So, uh, interesting nonetheless, man. Awesome shit. Guys subscribe to Patreon. Stop. Like we had 300,000 downloads the last 30 days and we on this that. podcast. Hell yeah. And that is awesome. That is awesome. Uh, does anyone not care about the other like 10 games? I'm just curious. What do you mean? Well, He's, he wants everyone's to know, do you want the data? We, do you we, want yeah, to come? We, yeah, we, we got we a ton of people who are, we got a ton of people who are listening to this podcast Right. And from a Patreon perspective, where where are people getting the other picks? Are they just playing these five 
free picks? I hope they're not I'm picking, picking themselves because you know they're losing. There's no question. I wonder how many people are betting and are already hiding from their bookie. So what you got to do, hit the link in the bio or the description of this podcast. It's a $10 per month deal. You can take a temperature gauge. Mitch is giving you color codes and shit. And uh, yeah, man, make your posts. Come on, comment. Give us, give us your comments. Ask us who we think uh, we like, whatever. We're going to, we're going to cover this in depth on each of these podcast episodes. The last thing to note on the Patreon page, you're getting two extra additional episodes of podcasts by being a subscriber. We're going to give you the full Sunday slate. And then there's going to be a Monday night uh, matchup marquee uh, episode between Pete, the handsome Pete, the Irish guy and can't miss Mitch. So there's a bunch of extra premium content. It's worth the money. And then on top of that, you make your money back. Just, just, you know, ride the algo, baby. That's what we do. Uh, okay, so that's it. That's it for the algo five pick this week. I'm going to play us out. And uh, yeah, if you want the rest of our picks for this week, go go hit that link in the uh, description of this podcast episode. Until next time, gentlemen, thank you so much. Y'all the best. Uh, algo, until further ado, thank you for listening. Good night.